All right. Hey, Rich, what are we talking about today? Hey, today we're going to talk about exterior doors. Exterior doors. You mean something like this right here? It's just yeah. like, yeah, all right, cool. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. Other way. <laughs> all right, Fuzzy, roll that intro. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. And for people who want common sense guidance on how to build green and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Send an email or call into the show. The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. All right, there we go. What happened to our little uh, logo thing that popped up there, Fuzzy? Oh, see? <laughs> Come on, man. Fuzzy's, ha Fuzzy's having a day today. Because I got echoes, but... Yeah. yeah, Fuzzy's having a day today, so uh, we got to keep him on his yeah. toes. So there we go. All right, so we're going to talk about some... this a little bit. <laughs> we're going to talk about some entry doors, and not just um, all your doors. This is just the front of your house, or maybe the side of your house, well, something like that, right? Or your garage. Garage, something like that, right. Um, and the basic setup is everybody that needs a front entry door, they don't like it. Um, you know, or they're going to replace it for whatever reason. Um, let's just go over a couple of options here and uh, what makes up the door. And you want to start with that, Rich? I thought you were going to start with news, but... Oh, what, we, well, do we have some news? I, if you've got news, then let's do some. Yeah, I got some news. This was just in, uh, in the NARI newsletter. Okay. So it says new research came out, and this is by people from little tiny schools like MIT in Harvard and Boston University. Okay. Licensing status is not important to consumers. What? <laughs> People don't care about licensing. It doesn't even come up on whether they want to hire you or not. They don't care. Right. It's all about price. Yeah, well, and um, I was just talking to a realtor today. I said, you know, we have to pull permits when we're doing these remodels and stuff. He goes, no, people don't care whether you pull a permit or not. They walk in. If it looks nice, they're going to go with it. So, you know, uh, come on. <laughs> there's, there's certain things, licensing and permitting. That, how do you make that more important to the homeowner? Yeah, so across all platforms, the researchers determined that licensing status essentially made no difference to consumers hiring decisions. So, you do that, you hire a non-licensed contractor and things go south, uh -huh. blame yourself. <laughs> Brought it on yourself. That's right, yeah. So, I don't know what, I mean, that's, that's tough. You, gotta, you have to look for licensed and bonded. I mean, yes, they're going to cost more because they're spending more. Uh, their overhead's more. Good so, uh, they're not just you know, working out of the back of their truck or their station wagon. So it, uh, it does make More a difference. Likely. You would like to think so. Yeah. So, right. all right. Okay. So you so want to talk about parts of a door. Yes. Door one there, Fuzzy. There we go. You step back there off the side here. So we talk about doors. We talk directly about the slab. The, the slab this of the, the door. Slab. That's the door. Whoops, that way. And then, yeah. And your glazing would be the glass here. Right. Or it could be there in the side light. Correct. Yeah, that, that so. part right there. That's, that's this piece right here. It's just called a side light. And um, mm -hmm. 
and, and it's part of the main frame of the door. So the whole door is framed out, but then inside in that overall frame is the side light and the door with a with a little piece of jam right running down through the middle there. Right. And I'm not a big fan of side lights. It just weakens the whole door structure, but and they're harder to adjust. Well, what's a lock for, Rich? Keep honest people out. Okay, I just double checking. Hurricanes. Yeah, I was just double checking. Okay, so yes. so then you got you know the other parts are your your sill. That's that part right down there. <laughs> Over by there, this piece right down in there. That's just that's your right. door and sill. The sill is a real important piece because you want to make sure it's an adjustable sill. Yes. You know, so that way when you get the door in and shimmed, you adjust that sill to meet the sweep on the bottom of the door. Right. And over time, if the house settles or if there's any uh, movement in the door, you're not taking the door off and cutting it. You're just adjusting that threshold a little bit to uh, make sure it's sitting tight and sealing up to the bottom of the door. Right. And then, like, there on that door right there, you've got, like, the two little holes drilled. Oh, yeah. Right, so. right there, this piece? Yes. Okay. So, yes, that's for your handle set. And that can be in a number of different ways. That's board for a standard handle and deadbolt, I would assume. And, you know, you'd have a long handle with the thumb latch. You have a lever with a multi-point, you know, like some French doors and stuff for exterior have multi-point locks. Right. I've so, got, I've got, I think I've got, thing that would be, I, I think we've got some go pictures of that, uh, Fuzzy. You got mm -hmm. the, uh, the, there's the other, that's another regular door showing all the parts to right. it. And then the rough framing pieces, the header, which is on the top. And then you've got. King stud and your cripple sitting inside. The cripple holds that header up. So that's, that's how it looks inside, hopefully, inside the wall before you set your door. So Hopefully. Uh, hopefully, yes. I, we've opened plenty that were not like that. Um, right. <laughs> you want to go to the door lock sets? Now, there, there, did you cover over the different kinds of lock sets? or? No, I only very, very rarely just basically touched on it. Okay, so there's a... There's a, go back to that first one there. That's an antique mortise set. Yes. So, and that, that makes a big difference now, because this piece goes back in the door, that whole, that whole edge gets cut out, and that lock set gets back into the door, and um, this can take several hours to install, and then you'd have to drill the holes that do go through that door this way, they may not line up. So, there, and in fact, you can probably see that knob down here doesn't line up with the knob outside. So... Um, it's just, they don't line up, so you really have to be careful when you're installing those. Uh, try the next slide there, uh, Denny. We only use those in like high-end wood doors. You very rarely see those today. Yes, uh, um, yeah, a more expensive door, more uh, handle set is going to come this mortised way. And there yeah. you can see that box, that mortise box goes all the way back into the door, uh, two and a half to three inches sometimes, and, and possibly more. And then they're five, maybe six inches tall. So. Uh, there's a lot of setup. They're not that hard to install. You just got to have good sharp chisels and some good, good drill bits. bits. Yep. And then good drill uh, bits, sharp chisels. And then try the try the next one there, fuzzy. There you go. So now there's your, that's the that's the lock set that would go on that door that we were showing. So yeah, and that's that's primarily what you would see today. Except now we're starting to move away from that and going right to the push buttons because that way you can connect it to your phone. <laughs> Yeah. Now I didn't pull up any pictures of that, but there are Schlage well, that and that one there still requires a key and some physical effort. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but there are a lot of manufacturers now. Yale 
and um, uh, Schlage, they have the, the, the wireless, the keyless stuff that you can come in, punch in a code, the door automatically unlocks. So, um, and you or you can connect it to your Wi-Fi, and if you need to let somebody in, you can punch in the code and temporarily open it. You can actually give out a temporary code that's only good for a couple of hours. That way somebody can come in, clean your house, but cannot get back in. Right. And, you, yeah, you can set windows of time for that to work. And um, that, that's pretty cool. Um, there are some pretty interesting things with the technology if you have a need. Yeah. Yeah, it, it works pretty well. And so, um, but this would be a standard lock set. That's a separate deadbolt. And then you have your lock set there that, that, that goes through there. So um, we got... So Two when minutes. we talk about stuff, yep. just before you move slides, yep. we have a couple of minutes left, look at the, these two pieces here. Those are called your back sets. That's for the deadbolt. This one down here, yep. that's that one. Come on. <laughs> that one there is your dead. That's your back set for your handle set. Right. So when we talk about back sets, they come in two lengths, typically two and three quarter and two and three eighths. So the two and three eighths back set would be typically used on an interior door. And majority of exterior doors are two and three quarter or more. Correct. Correct. And and that's also to keep your knuckles from hitting the jams when you open the door. <laughs> yeah. Eight knuckle busters. Yeah. Because you grab it and it, it hits, it, it just it grabs in and it'll uh, scrape your knuckles clean off. Yeah, with some yes. of them. So, um, so that that works pretty well. A um, couple other points that we didn't get. Can you back up a few pictures there? Uh, yeah. Let's see what we got because. Um, we can go back to the, uh, keep going, keep going, keep going. No, you got to go back. There we go. Go one more. Your other back. Uh, there you go. So on the, uh, we've got the, the door jam on the sides here. There's the door stop. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you've got hinges and you've, you talked about a couple different ways of, of, of doing the hinges there too, didn't you? There's, um, or at least you had notes for it, I think. There's no. there's a square there's the square butt hinge the older style it's square that fits in there that's recessed and now right. the ones that come off that are off of a factory machine they're rounded on the corner so um, when you're trying to reset those rounded ones you need a special tool to to chisel it out or you got to be real careful with a knife to go ahead and if you're going to mortise it and hang that door slab into an existing jam so when you're yeah, when yeah. you're sharp chisels yes <laughs> sharp chisels. And when you're doing this, and you're going to hang that in there, um, you want to check, check the hinges, the sizes, and all that stuff and make sure they're going to fit. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with more on uh, entry doors right after this. You're listening to... This is Mighty House. Yeah. Mighty House will return. Here I come to save the day. Here they come to save the yeah, day. I don't this know if you're getting any comments up there on Facebook house. and stuff too, but you can check it out. Fuzzy's driving the bus, so he's not looking. If you guys are making comments, just uh, we'll answer them probably at the end of the show here. And uh, oh, he's going to check it out. All right, cool. So uh, you can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and uh, Mr. Floor cleaning products. You can buy them all over, just go on to mrfloor.com, uh, buy them all over the country. You don't have to be in the Chicagoland area here to get them. And uh, it's got all different types of uh, cleaning. So it's not just wood floors. If you've got tile or granite or stone, porcelain, he's got a cleaner for it. And they, they really work great. They're all non-toxic and, and environmentally, environmentally safe. safe. There you go. <laughs> 
And if somebody wanted to sign up so for they the don't new, work well as bug killers. No, 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 bug. No, it doesn't work as good at, at bug killers because that doesn't matter. Gotcha. So, okay. uh, if you want to sign up for the newsletter, how how can we do that, Rich? Well, you make sure you get over to MightyHouse.net. Click on the Contact Us page. Just give us your first and last name, your email address. Scroll on down and click on Boom Done. There you go. And uh, we'll send out possibly one, maybe two, if I screw up the, the newsletter and don't put the links in correctly. Then you might get a second one. <laughs> but hopefully you're only getting one because I've got everything set up correctly. So we've changed it a little bit. We're actually putting links to the previous show and the current show um, so you can watch those. And uh, you'll get a link to that stuff. And then anything else that we've been talking about, you'll have links to that stuff there. I've too, only so. got one comment on YouTube. Yeah, what was that? And it's that? from Bruce Bruce. Oh, hey, Bruce Bruce. He says, where is the woman? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we have three cups, three headsets. Three headsets, yep. Two and, peoples. And, and two peoples. Uh, Robbie's off on vacation. So that I forgot to so talk about that. So... She'll be off for the next couple of weeks, but um, she's on vacation enjoying uh, some sunshine since there is none here in Chicago and hasn't been for eight days straight now. So, um, so <laughs> Rich, shaking his head. <laughs> uh, how do you do that anymore? I um, two days down here with no sun and I'm ready to freak. Yeah. I do remember those days. Yeah. So, uh, so, she'll, so, so Bruce, Bruce, she'll be back soon. Don't worry. She'll, right now, everything, see, this is all going smooth. We're talking about what we want to. We're getting things done. She'll be here to screw us up real no, soon. We haven't been derailed. Yeah, <laughs> no derailments. <laughs> Ken so, says right. hi, and so does Casey. All right. Hey, guys. Peace. All right. So let's get so, into what kind of doors. Exterior doors or entry doors. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different choices out there, and we'll start with the probably the most common or most widely used, or at least it was. It was wood. Wood. And it's not so was wood. Wood exterior or wood entry doors, I think, are... Probably the nicest looking doors. Yeah. Like that. that That's a beautiful entryway. Right. All solid. keys to this. Do you notice that that house in that photo has a large overhang? Uh-huh. Which keeps the sun off the door, keeps the weather off the door. So that door will look pretty good for at least four or five years before it have to be refinished. But see this? See that right down through there? Do you see that? How that's... There's a different shade in that door. That's why I picked this. Yep. And then this side light is different than this side, the color, because that's where the sun yep. is hitting it. So the sun is bleaching that door out. Wait, wood doesn't <laughs> like the sun? No. What about all the trees? No. <laughs> well, not once they're dead trees. <laughs> dead wood does not like oh, the sun. Okay. Dead wood, yeah. And it's actually the door is fine. The wood is fine. It's the stain that's fading. Right. It just it, the, the so that door would have to be sanded down, refinished, and and it's pretty common with wood entry doors to yep. have to refinish them on a regular basis. Up north, if you use salts for de-icing your front porch, the salts will eat at the door as well. So, and then if they get dried out by the sun too much, then the, those panels and the rails and all that stuff can uh, actually split and crack. Shrink. And um, I've seen some so bad you could stick a piece of paper through the through the entire door. Because it's dried up. So the that point much. is, a wood door, even though they're gorgeous, is not the most practical thing for every person. See, there's a, there's a bunch of different doors, and I just I liked all those doors. There's a bunch of nice wood doors that got a beautiful color to them. So, um, wood yeah, and I order from a company out in California all the time that they'll send me just a slab, mm -hmm. or they'll send it to me. <coughs> like, I'll prep it as a pre-hung, and then break it all down and flat pack it. 
and I can do all the pre-finishing and then assemble the frame with caulks and everything and then hang the door and then actually install it as a pre-hung unit myself. Right. And it's way less expensive than most door companies. So I yeah. like it quite a bit. Yeah. No, they, it, it really looks pretty cool. Okay. Hello, Mike. Thanks for joining us. And Casey <laughs> says, you need to talk about locks. They are not all equal. Oh, no. No. And then we kind of touched on them there. Um, when we maybe if we got time towards the end here, we'll we'll get into the locks. We'll system. revisit locks. Yeah, okay. we we kind of just grazed over them you a know, little bit. Um, devices for keeping honest people out of your house. That's right. <laughs> so then, the next up is the steel doors. And right? steel is the most common door installed now. Right. Well, see, there's just a nasty average steel door. But yeah, they, that's the rear entry to it looks like a bank or a something. Right. Now, you can also have a steel door that looks like this, Fuzzy. Go ahead, hit us with that one. See, now there's another steel door. That really looks nice. It's stamped and embossed with a raised panel, and it really looks and good. And they do them uh, smooth, or they do them with wood grain. Yep. And the nice thing about the steel doors that I like is that most of the time your weather strip in the frame mm -hmm. is magnetic. Yep. So all you do is get the door close, and the door will grab. Right. You know, just like your refrigerator seal. Right. And they tend to be fire-rated doors, which we'll get into a little bit more later, uh, more yep. so than anything else. But then the one problem with the steel door is what, Fuzzy? Oh, yeah, look at that right there. Yes, they do tend to rust. <laughs> <laughs> and then you end up with this huge gap going across there where the rust is just, where it's all just rotted away and it doesn't yeah, seal up anymore. Somebody has the patent. It's the U-shaped bottom piece with more rubber fingers on it. Yeah. So you can repair the door once. Yes. Yeah. Well, if it comes up like you know, four inches on each side, then you just you could you could actually just uh, rivet the whole thing on there, and it'd, it'd be good yes, as old. That might though. be a bit excessive, though. Yes. But if you wait long enough, your steel door could look like this, and then now oh, it's cool again. See, see how that works. If it doesn't fall apart first. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> uh, and that's that's a steel door from Venice, I think, something like that. It was a, a steel door. Steel. That's, that's one of those doors you don't need a handle. You just push through. Right, you yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Definitely. Yeah. So steel doors are really good. I think uh, security-wise, they, they work really well. Uh, they're always going to come insulated, so there'll be a, a, a decent R value to them. The downside is they dent. And, uh, and, yeah. they, and they rust. And, they well, and they're also probably one of the least expensive. Yes. So. so, you know, you need a garage access door for your garage, not between your house and your garage, but, you know, garage service door. Yep. At 3068, you could probably pick it up for $75 pre-hung. Right. And it's so right. You really can't go. beat it that way. And if it rusts out in four years, you know, 75 bucks, it's just hanging the door can be a pain. Right. Right. But, I mean, so. if, if budgetary reasons, you, you need a door. Uh, you know, steel doors are great yeah, option. The metal's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. But then you want to go step up from there. The better ones are going to be your fiberglass doors. Now, there's just a, a basic fiberglass looking door. You can't tell your that standard if a six panel. Yeah, and, and it's not. You can't. You could can get a steel door to look like that. You can get a wood door to look like that. Just a basic generic fiberglass door. But something maybe most people don't know about the fiberglass is you can get them to look like that right there too. <laughs> yeah, most fiberglass doors can be stained with gel stain and be made to look just like wood. Yes, and it's amazing. Uh, insulation qualities it, are really good. Chuck it because it looks like wood. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I wouldn't. If a woodchuck, if a woodchuck could chuck wood, then it would. Well, if a woodchuck could chuck wood, he'd chuck as much wood as he could. Oh, see, there Same. you go. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead and explain the fiberglass here and and the options we've well, got. Well, outside, obviously, your fiberglass door you can get in smooth, or you can get it wood grain embossed as well. Um, they don't rust. They don't dent. They have a higher R value than the steel door because they are not conductive or the steel is conductive. And most steel doors typically actually have a wood edge. So that's your thermal break. Yep. Probably the only downside to a fiberglass door is that your weather strip is compressive. In other words, if you don't adjust your door properly, you won't get a good seal. But most of the time that's hard. You know what I mean? Most of the time it's fine. Right. And so that's fiberglass just... would be the, the door of choice for most people right um it's going to be a little more expensive than than the steel door but in a lot of cases it's going to come in equal to or less than a, than a solid wood door and yeah um cost wise are going to be about the same they don't have to look like the previous picture you can get them uh you can order them pre-stained from the factory so they come looking mm -hmm. just like that um you have to be yeah, careful something else too is it the fiberglass is stable, so that wood door that it looks like, that wood door could grow a quarter of an inch every, se you know, between the seasons. Mm -hmm. You know, expansion and contraction. Fiberglass door is not going to expand and contract like that. So once you get that door set in the opening, shim properly, it should stay like that. Right, right. And now, like we were talking about in the wood picture where we had the wood and it was stained and there, there were the issues with that, um, or where the sun had bleached it out. The sun will bleach mm -hmm. the fiberglass stained ones out too, because again, it's in the finish; it's not the actual door. So, right. um, security-wise, well, they tell you usually, like I said, we try to get at least a ten-foot overhang over the door. So, you know, you think about most <coughs> homes; the door's out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's there is. If you got an overhang at all, it might be a three-foot awning. <laughs> right, right, but made of <clears throat> aluminum. Right, and I think the yeah. um, most of the manufacturers are requiring. What half the distance of the height of the door as an overhang? Isn't isn't that the what they read normally? Well, it helps, but again, it depends which side your door's on. If it's on the east or west side, it's always going to get more. If it's on the north side, you're pretty much golden. Right. It's not going to get sun you know, beat. So, and, and you know, we should touch on it because well, we got we got a minute. This, but so storm doors, though. Yeah. Majority of door manufacturers will void void the warranty of your door if you put a storm door on there that is unvented, meaning if it's not screen, if it's a glass door, a full view glass, yep, that'll actually capture so much heat that the plastic moldings they use around the windows and that can literally melt and deform, <laughs> yes, and they, they won't do. warranty it. Yeah, they do. And it, you know, uh, any moldings that happen to be applied, like a steel door with an applied molding, those moldings then will also uh, melt and, and or bend and, and start to cause problems there too. So. So uh, some of the steel doors, they just, it's a, it's a flat steel door and they just make it look like a six panel by putting some applied moldings on it that are generally right. plastic. So, all right. So I think we got pretty close there. We kind of just uh, went over all the yeah. different options. And well, no, the one last one, and I'm yep. only going to spend 10 seconds on it, okay. is custom iron or metal doors. See, I forgot. We're going to have to do that after so we this do break. A lot of, I do a lot of them because of the high-end homes. So we a lot of custom made, Okay. you know big doors right well so we'll talk about some of that stuff in the next uh, segment here and uh i think i got a couple of pictures for you too we'll be back right after this this is mighty house mighty house will return
See, I work construction. I build things. I don't know if y'all realize the pressure a man like me's got on. This is Mighty House. All right, you can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. And it's brought to you in part by Mr. Floor. Cleaning products are all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. And uh, check him out over there. He's got a lot of great stuff, and he'll ship out that cleaning product all over the uh, U.S. So uh, yeah. go ahead, give it a try. It's, you. it's great stuff. What's that? To you. To me? Yeah. I'll ship it right to you. Right to you. Right to your door. Yeah, that door is only a single door. Yeah, that's a single door. I know. I probably won't be able to fit through that one. No. Nope. Nope. Hey, wait. Go ahead. Go. Go back. Nope. Go back. Go back to our, our, our regular backdrop. Real quick. Now here, we're going to show you a custom door that Rich has got. Can you do it? There he goes. Okay, so there's our normal custom door. Rich, yes. I want you to walk right so through that side light. in that house. See. <laughs> <laughs> Come on out. Hey! <laughs> when, when you stand there, he disappears behind you. Yeah, I know. It's perfect. I have to stand right there, and then it's, it's, it works. That is uh, awesome. Fun stuff. All right. So there's a custom door. So yep. we got through the different types of materials for the doors and some of the pros and cons. Now we're going to talk about choosing an entry door. So and the toughest part's the style. You know, what Like that one behind you. Yep. Well, the one that was behind you—that's your <laughs> your four panel or you know your arch top, right? Two panel doors, right? Raised panels. Yep. Pretty colonial looking. Would look good on a house. That one there, Federalist style, with that eight panel. Yep. Yeah, you if you've got an older antique over it. Yeah, if you if you've got a, an older home that's on a historic register or something like that, something like that would really look good. Right. So but, you wouldn't put round panels on that. That would no. just look. Bad. No, nor would you put that door on this Whoa, house. Oh, the pivot door. Yeah. <laughs> How many of those do you install? So, those pivot doors are really nice, and they're very popular in this in the West Coast and actually here in Florida. Um, we have a problem with them because of a hurricane. Oh, they don't. Wind-driven rain. You actually have to put in a linear drain on the inside of your door. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> it'll just, you know, there's no way you're going to seal that door. Right. So it will blow water in and you just put a drain in there. If you do it with porcelain tile or something, you don't even notice it. It's just another, you know, quarter inch groove. Got it. Got it. But if you don't plan for it, and I wouldn't use that on a wood deck, like ours are concrete floors. Yeah, exactly. That water coming in is not going to, you know, rot your floor. Right, right. They're so very cool doors, though. I love them every time I see them. Right. Zoom back on that one if you can there, Fuzzy. Because here's a custom steel door. Yeah, and this is a lot what we use. So I have a manufacturer, local guy that I use. We can design any door style, whatever you want. Um, and then we use another company that, that actually makes them in China. Um, and then they're just bondoed and powder, not powder coated. They just spray them with enamel. Mm -hmm. Those are very much what we use a lot down here. Yeah. Now, um, does that qualify for hurricane? Yeah. You, you, they, if, it depends on the manufacturer. If they did the testing, they have the NOA, the notice of acceptance. Then yes, we can use them. Okay. So it's it's not. It, it they have to go. The, it's not just a certain type of door. That door then whatever door it is has to go through that testing agency. Technically, yes. There are there is a way around it in some stuff, and we call it rational analysis. Uh huh. 
So that just means if I had a door that say it's a 3080 door and it had an inch and three quarter GM with, with a real large stop, that door was tested and I used that same design on my door. Mm-hmm. Rational analysis would say that that jam would be adequate. So then you look at all the parts and pieces. Got it. Got it. Because right. to test a single door could be too expensive. Right. And is that glass behind there just not? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not just open. No, uh, that no, that looks like frosted glass, which you can get on. But I mean, behind glass, it, behind glass, the frosted, whatever. No, I think that's just yeah. wide In open. In our then. case, that would be t- uh, laminated glass, so that it would be uh, you know impact. Resistant, but then there's no screen in this section right here. That's just Guess open to the outside. Like. Yeah, yeah. There's usually no screen. Okay. <laughs> when you live in Florida, People, you don't have to. Down here, they don't open the windows anyway. <laughs> there we go. What do you got for us next? There. See, there's another modern style. Sure. Entry door, full glass. But again, look at the, the the lentil over the door. The two columns. Everything is linear, right? So yep. you wouldn't use a curve there. Everything is all straight. Right. So that suits. So that's what we're talking about. What's the style of your home? So the style will help dictate it. Right. Ooh, I know that door too. <laughs> see? But so do you see that where the doorknob normally is? Do you see what that is? This right here? It's a, it's a nope, right there. Right there? Right, right. there. Right. There. <laughs> Up and down is still the same, guys. <laughs> Once you so, get into zone, then biometric. Yeah, it's metric. There's a problem. Biometric. You put your thumb in there. Oh. To open the door, and those are programmable up to 99 people. Okay. Wow. Which is a very cool lock set. Yeah. So then, are you, so then you you get a, technically you could get a report on who's been in and out of your house every month Absolutely. or every week. Believe it or not, that's extremely common in Europe. Okay. Germany, Sweden, that's almost all you'll see. You won't see a doorknob anywhere. Huh. Okay. The biometric lock. Do that, unlocks the door, and then that big pull is just how you get in, open and close it. Right. They're very nice, and they're not outrageously expensive. I just, we haven't had a house that I could use it on, because, again, if you look at that style, it's it's, it's modern suited to most people's homes here. Right. It's more of a modern style, and you guys aren't really doing a lot of modern stuff down there. Not modern. We do transitional, so it's like we got rid of a lot of the Tuscan stuff, but mm-hmm. keeping the line straighter, so it's more transition. Right. So, what, do you, what do you got? Show me another one. Yeah. So there's like that looks like oh, a looks security like a storm door. door. That looks like a voided warranty on a. <laughs> that's a voided warranty, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but looks like a fine picture of a voided warranty. But that's now a security door, and you know that could be um, you know if it's if it's set up for that. And that would have tempered glass in it, uh, security glass. It has the rails that has a better lock than a standard door or a standard storm mm-hmm. door. So they're actually uh, a little bit more secure, a little bit harder to get through. So Right. There, there's another. That, see, now that's just a unique door there. That, that's the full panel yeah. glass with uh, and it just with that's the, going the straight inter- outside. Integrated uh, transom and side lights. Right. Oh, and again, we didn't talk much about transoms, but that is the transom across the top there. Right. So right. it's a side light on top of your door. Right. Called a transom. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing you want to consider is which way your house faces. Okay. So these are all nice looking doors. The iron doors are going to be great for almost any direction. But again, your wood doors, you really don't want them facing east or west. 
Yeah. Or south, I don't think, really, because, I mean, that sun's tracking across yeah. there the whole time, you know. Um, wood, it'll just get beat up. Now, if you've got a big enough overhang or a porch, right. then you can get away with it, or uh, even trees. So if you have a lot of tree cover, then you can get away with some of those things that, that maybe right. you Agreed. can't. So that works pretty good. Now, uh, here's these are some serious fire doors here. That was one that I found. It, um, those are generally are going to end up being steel and uh, right. a, a little bit uh, heavier duty, uh, the insulated and all that stuff. And then what do you yeah, got? Yeah, but that looks like a commercial door. Where would Correct. I need a fire door on my house? Go to, go to the next one there. Let's see what we got next. There's a fire door. See, that's just a standard six panel. It's got a nice little check mark on there, letting you know that it's a fire door. What's the check mark for? I don't know. <laughs> it was the only one I could find that just looked like a basic door, but it had this goofy check mark on it. And then right behind you there, Rich, you can see right there is the tag. Yeah, that's the label. And that's, that's showing you. And is that showing a 20 or a 60 minute? I do not know. Go to the next slide there, Fuzzy. Okay. What do you got? There's, there's the, there's, there is a, a regular fire code. And that one is a 30-minute? Is that what that says? Oh, it's a three-hour. Three hour. That's a three-hour one. Okay, so that... and, and That's pretty heavy-duty. Most of the doors... So your house needs to have a 20-minute rated door right. between your house and garage. And it should be self-closing, whether you use spring-loaded hinges or a door closer. Right. And me, personally, I like using the closers. Yeah, a regular closer. Well, they make smaller residential styles, but they have a locking feature. Uh -huh. So if you're bringing in your groceries, you can kind of lock it open. Right. Now so that's a lot so, nicer than so that struggling three with hours, the door every time you come through. That right. means that's how long it, it takes for the fire department to come get me, right? <laughs> or how no. long I have to get out of the house? No, that's how long it takes for the how long fire it take for the fire to burn through the door. Burn gotcha. through the door. Now go ahead, hit the next slide. Let's see what we got next up. See if I left. Oh, there we go. So there, you've got all these different rated doors and different colors. So depending on what the local codes are requiring, you can get up to, you know, like he said, it's a 20-minute door that's behind Rich right there, and then they just progressively go up. And can you read all of those off there, Fuzzy? I've got 20, then 45, yep. 60, 90, then three hours. There you go. Now, the interesting thing is that those are all held on with two tiny trim nails, so they're interchangeable. <laughs> <laughs> God forbid they'd be tamper-proof screws or something. <laughs> so you just so you go back to supposed to have a special license to hang fire doors, like cut the hinges in and everything, because they got to have rabbited jams. And, really? You know, you can't use a standard door frame. Oh no, no. But see, and if you find one with the check mark on it like this, that way you know it's good. <laughs> it's a door. That you know it's one. You know it's a it's a door, and it's it's fire rated if it's got that check mark on it. <laughs> Or a like hockey family lives there. <laughs> yes. I don't know where you found that. That's funny. Checkmark. Okay. So you're going to be walking through the box door looking for checkmark right. on doors. And guys like, what are you looking for? Oh, fire doors. Yeah, fire doors. It's got to have a checkmark on it saying Just that it's a fire. spray-painting doors. Fire right. Door. I saw it on the internet. It must be true. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. <laughs> okay, so we've talked hurricanes. Security doors. Talk fire and just touch on security a little bit more. Okay. We touched on it, but yeah, and we could wrap into that that doorknob situation. 
Right, there you go. So you've got, you, if, if you are looking for like a basic, a basic slag door, uh, something like that, um, uh, what are they, a quick set? Those, the, the latches are very basic. They don't really Quick go into it. Slaggy, M-Tech, all pretty straightforward stuff. Right. And, and they all have the same pop metal interiors. So uh, you, can, you can upgrade into some other security doors uh, or security lock sets. Baldwin makes some really good stuff. Not the stuff at the big box store. Go to a regular hardware store, get the Baldwin. Uh, they've got some... Do you know, well, if there's any regular hardware stores left like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I get them from our locksmith here in town, and I, I can order a bald okay. one from him, <clears throat> but I have to order it. You know, so you just, yeah. just I watch mean, for even it. online is not bad because they use a lot of Rocky Mountain hardware, yep. uh, Ashley Norton, uh, M Tech. So, yeah, you can buy some better stuff. That's it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right this after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. All right, we're back. That's what Fuzzy Robbie says anyway. So you can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live uh, right now. Just, uh, and it's brought to you by Mr. Floor. Mr. Floor cleaning products are all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. And uh, something else we've been talking about now that uh, we're, we're back on the air for the podcast you can uh, also just go to MightyHouse.net and you'll be able to watch this show and previous shows right there, right on the homepage. And uh, there'll be links to all of that because Max Chagrin puts all that stuff on the, on the uh, homepage. And you have links to all the different places that you can listen to the podcast. Mr. Floor was last week. Yes. That was fun. Yeah, he had a good time. And, uh, and of course, you can, a good show. Yeah, and you can sign up for the newsletter too. If, if somebody was to do that, how can they do that, Rich? Just go to MightyHouse.net. You know, we're the home. You got the links. Yep. Go to the contact us page and go ahead and put in your first and last name, your email address, and click on boom done. And once a week, you'll get the newsletter with the ideas to tell you what's coming up on the show or <laughs> what we just taped and right. what's coming up next. And then links to sponsors and products and whatever all, helpful stuff we got. All that fun stuff. Yeah, that's exactly it. And uh, oh, do you have the email song? Do we have that? Yeah. Do we? Because uh, we need to do the email song now. We didn't do that last week. No, we didn't, uh, because we just ran long with uh, Mr. Floor. So that's all right. We're good. Oh, there it is. Email. We get email. This is we the part where Robbie sings. Every day. We're not gonna sing. Here's your mail today. All right, there we go. The email this week. Um, we were posting some stuff on Facebook about crawl spaces. And um, mm -hmm. so somebody wanted to know, do you have more information and tidbits for crawl spaces? Old and dingy, uh, still a pile of dirt. Let's see. Hers is old and dingy. It's still a pile of dirt for floor base and 60-year-old house. Happens that mm -hmm. the furnace is there also, accessing it from a hatch in the floor. <clears throat> so hit us with that first picture there. Fuzzy, there you Sounds go. Like my old house in Oak Forest. Yeah, and mine wasn't even that nice. <laughs> this one's an actually nice, clean, bright. It's got lights. Um, so this one's bad. There's there's some really nasty ones out there. And um, so okay. if you have something like this, 
and it's a, that's a dirt floor. How can we address this one? Well, before we address it, let's talk about what the problem is with it. Okay. So this was pretty common. And if you look all the way through, I see a bright spot, which tells me there's a vent in there. Yep. Right there. So what's happening is the moisture from the ground is coming up through that dirt and they're putting a vent there so that it goes outside. Mm-hmm. Now, if your air handler is in that crawl space, you're sucking in moisture, dirty air, cold air if it's winter or hot air if it's summer. So now you're trying to treat it, right? Yep. So there's a lot of bad things about having that. That's how we always used to do it. That's the 40s, 30s, 40s. Yeah. That was how it was done. That was normal. That was a normal way of doing it. And you, but you, you conditioned it, and that's why you'll see a lot of times people will have insulation in there because the floors were really, really cold in the winter. So yes. that's how they would insulate that then. And then it falls down. But they down. could have saved a bunch of time and trouble not insulating the floor, but actually fixing the crawl space. And Correct. to fix it would be a mud slab. Right. You got that, you got that next one there, Fuzzy? So, so what we would do is level this six, out. Yep. A 6 or <clears throat> 10 mil vapor barrier. Mm-hmm. Plastic. And then pour two inches of concrete, and it doesn't have to be pretty. That looks like an ice rink. Yes, that's a fresh pour there. Something else oh. that uh, I like to do is put in a, a sump pit, even if you don't have water issues, still throw in a sump pit and run drain tile all the way around the perimeter before you pour that. That way, if there is any moisture or water or groundwater coming up through there, that will take care of it, and um, that'll address it and take it and get it out so that that way it stays nice mm-hmm. and dry in your crawl space. So now that's good. That's a good step. That and what we've just taken care of is moisture evaporation from the earth up into your house. Mm-hmm. And we gave you a place to lay on a creeper and <laughs> zoom all around your house. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, a great place to hide Christmas. But it's still presents. not energy efficient. We still have very cold walls right. next to our floors. Right. So if, if we went back to that previous picture where we had that, vent, we would close up that vent, seal it off, this one right there, and then we go Yeah, all, that one. Yeah, that one right there. And then uh, cl- we're going to, you can do a couple things. You can have somebody come in and spray some uh, closed cell foam all the way around the perimeter so that you go from this concrete floor here all the way up to the where the floor starts. Not just to the floor joist, but go past the Not floor to joist. Not the bottom of the joist, but where the wood sheathing, the floor deck. Right. And you can go around the perimeter and spray that all solid and uh, put two to three inches of foam up there and that will uh, that will really make a huge difference and now the inside of your crawl space is like conditioned air like the rest of your house if your furnace is in there all your ductwork runs through there you've got a water heater down in there <laughs> all of that now is in conditioned space and you're not having to treat all that humid humid or cold air that's down in your crawl space well, and you're not getting that musty smell. You know, my house, my first house in Oak Forest was like that. And every time the furnace would come on, all I would get would be this whiff of, like, damp, rotting wood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just nasty smelling. Right. Of course, that's also because when I went down there to clean out my crawl space, it happened to be full of damp, rotted wood. <laughs> <laughs> well, because nobody wanted to crawl in the mud, so it seemed like a good idea to lay... Wood on the mud. Sure. You didn't have to crawl in the mud. Sure. Perfect sense. Absolute perfect sense. So, and if you don't. It's amazing to me how people fix things in all the wrong ways and actually make things worse. Right. So, if you you can't afford to have, because you're not going to spray closed cell foam on the perimeter of your house and do that by yourself. You're going to have to call somebody in to do that. 
And if you can't afford yeah. to get that done, um, then what you would do is um, buy some two-inch foam board, cut it, glue it on the wall, all the way around the perimeter. All your seams, you would tape your seams up, and and uh, and that would help also. And then you just you can you have go again that foam that foam board would go all the way up from the concrete floor all the way to the bottom of your floor. Uh, yeah, so you do is you cut little blocks and you stick them in there against the rim joist, and right. then you just take some great stuff foam and fill the edges and. And There's a lot of things you can do to air seal and save a ton of money. Right. But it's that's the nice thing about the codes changing. Right. You yep. don't have to buy. An, you won't have to do that in the new house. It'll be done. Right. Exactly. So in this is the ideal scenario. Uh, I know people would say encapsulation is better, but I still like doing it this way because the floor is solid. Um, it's sealed up. It's insulated well. This is called encapsulation, and this is by basically like a big swimming pool liner that has welded seams and they they go up the side they seal it all off you can see on the back wall here they, they came up all the way all the way up the walls so that now what they're doing is just keeping all that water and all that moisture on the other side of that encapsulation um, this is less expensive the other thing you'll notice too is that they didn't put more boards down there to crawl. They're not storing all their Christmas stuff. <laughs> it's crawl space. You're not supposed to be in there. Once it's done, you stay out. Right, right. And, you know, you're gonna, this is pretty thick stuff, but you can still puncture it and put holes in it. So, you know, if you're going through there with um, tools and you got boards and stuff, a board, sliding a board on there, you could poke it and actually and uh, get it popped loose. So you really got to be careful with it. But encapsulation is a great option, too, if, if you can't afford to do it the other way. And... The other way is going to cost you probably fifteen to twenty thousand dollars if you were to hire somebody. And uh, yeah, but it depends on your house. I mean, this is such a better way to do it. It just yeah, you've got, you know, it just looks a lot better. It's a lot cleaner. You don't want to have the smells. Right. All right. Well, uh, Fuzzy's Fuzzy's telling us that's it. We we got to get out of here now, just like that. I see forty nine. Yes, that's it. So next week, what are we talking about next week, Rich? Do you remember? Um, what my dog always says. Woof, woof. Roofs. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk My about that. Builder. Yeah, there you go. And I just want to say thanks to uh, Mr. Floor again. And uh, Mr. Floor Cleaning Products are all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And uh, you can check them out at mrfloor.com. And uh, you can check us out at Facebook, YouTube. Make sure you click on the bell and the like buttons and all that fun stuff. That way you'll be notified when we hit the air. And, uh, you yeah, you got to hit the bell, the notification. Notify when we go live. That's it. Subscribe and hit the bell when we go live. So with that, Fuzzy's give, giving us a thumbs up. We'll see you next week.